What's up, everybody? Welcome again to the Seven Figures Club podcast. This is episode 81, and uh, today we're going to talk about an important topic that uh, is oftentimes overlooked, and thus the fact that it even exists, which is living beneath our privileges. And the flip side of that coin is actually living and rising up to our existing privileges, which many of us, believe it or not, myself included at times, do not do. We oftentimes get lost in some, you know, thing. I don't want to say nonsense, but sometimes it is nonsense. Um, we're going to get into all this. I'm going to talk to you about, you know, a story of a man on a cruise and how that relates to all of us at all times. Uh, we're also going to talk about how this applies in all important areas of our lives, including our families and our business. And I have some thoughts from Grant Cardone as well. And uh, also four main tips uh, at the end to just really wake up to the grand scale of our privileges in this life. So buckle up, let's get going. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. So we're going to talk today about the concept of living below our privileges and really more importantly, the concept of waking up and taking initiative to really maximize the potential and benefit of our lives in all areas. I want to first start, as promised, with the story of the man and the cruise. And he had been saving for this cruise his whole life. And uh, it was a lifelong dream of his to cruise the Mediterranean Sea and to visit Rome and Istanbul and walk the streets and see the beautiful sights. And uh, he, you know, money was tight. So since he didn't want to spend any extra money than he had to, he brought an extra suitcase filled with boxes of crackers, uh, cans of beans and bags of powdered lemonade. And uh, that was what he lived on on the cruise. Uh, he wanted to take part. Obviously, he saw other people, you know, participating in many activities on the ship. And he envied the people going to parties and uh, shows and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, so he was kind of uh, sitting there kind of jealous and, uh, you know, kind of woe is me kind of situation on the cruise. He just wanted to taste the delightful food that he could smell while on the ship also. Uh, but again, because money was tight, he stayed in his cabin, partook of his meager food rations that he brought and uh, watched the cities pass by through the tiny little window on the cruise ship. And he was asked by a crew member on the last day of the cruise, which of the farewell parties he would attend. And at that time, he learned that not only the farewell parties, but all the rest of the food, entertainment, and amenities were all included as part of the cruise. Okay, so let that sink in. How do you think he felt at that point? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Maybe he was cussing. Oh, but uh, he realized when it was obviously too late that he had been living far beneath his privileges on the cruise ship. And have you ever felt that way? Have you ever realized that in life? And if you haven't, now's the, now's the moment that we're all going to wake up uh, a little bit more. Uh, it's interesting how we sleep in life and uh, all these things kind of remind us of something that we need to constantly be waking up uh, to a, a higher consciousness, I believe, each day. But how does this apply in our families and amongst our friends and our general privileges in life? Uh, it's all at our fingertips, almost literally with things like smartphones and other things, depending on the different uh, resources you use for different things in life. 
But uh, when it comes to this business, there's all kinds of things also that people live beneath their privileges. There's tons of business owners out there, especially at a time like this, that need funding, that can get funding. And all they need is someone like you and me to reach out to them and uh, make that happen. That's just one area of our of our lives that's uh, really important with this. You know, Grant Cardone said something uh, about money and becoming wealthy. He said, the money's already there. It's already there in the world. And all we have to do is simply go out and, and grab it. Now, that doesn't mean we go to the bank and rob the bank. Uh, but it basically means, and this is an empowering thought to me. Remember we said recently, everything we do, every thought we have, every decision we make is either uh, empowering and uh, you know, freeing us or disempowering and enslaving us. And this is a very freeing, empowering thing. It's already there. All we have to do is go out and grab our piece of the pie uh, in this world, so to speak. Now, just like the man on the cruise ship, my question for you is this. What kind of heavy baggage are you holding on to? Remember, uh, just as he brought, you know, on this cruise, an extra heavy suitcase with meager food rations, uh, he should have let that go and replaced it with the much better food and amenities available already on the ship. And how many of us, myself included, again, I'm not preaching, talking down to you. In reality, many of us are holding on to some level of baggage, some heavier for some of us than others. But the act of letting go, man, what a beautiful, freeing thing. It just, it both makes you stronger and makes room for new, better oftentimes things to fill that void. Whatever that case might be. Again, that can be in business, that can be in family, that can be in all kinds of things. I personally have gone through certain things, including a divorce and other things. And there there comes a time where the letting go has to take place to make room for all the better stuff. That's just one of these interesting things about life. It's, it's all prevalent in nature too, in farming and things. We plant seeds, and we're going to talk more about that later in the podcast, but uh, everything happens and is renewed and recycled, so to speak. And uh, so kind of see how that plays out in your own life, and let's not clog the pipes, so to speak, with all this extra uh, heavy baggage like the guy on the ship. Hey, I'm going to bring this and save some money. Little did he know he was living beneath his privileges. It's time we be self-aware and engaged in some real radical self-ownership to wake up from the kind of hypnotic zombie-like place that many of us get in on a regular basis. We just need to arise and make conscious decisions, uh, recognizing the true extent of our privileges on this kind of proverbial cruise ship that we're on together. And it's just all right there in front of you and me, especially in this day and age, the information age, the internet age, and so much at our fingertips. I promise you, if we could go back in time in my DeLorean, I'll pull up at your house tomorrow morning. We're going to go up to 88 miles an hour. We're going to go back, talk to some of our ancestors. They would kill, uh, probably literally, to come live at this time. We live better than kings and queens of centuries ago. Think about that. They didn't have no DoorDash <laughs> they could call. And, and even if they had servants bringing them food, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the high-quality uh, restaurant food down the road or whatever that you're getting from your DoorDash. That's just one example, let alone TVs and air conditioning, all these other things. Like I live in Las Vegas, and I think back to like the 1800s. I was at Hoover Dam recently looking at all the things that these people built, and that was in the 1930s. But they had to camp in the desert heat and go build this dam, this damn dam they had to build. <laughs> and I don't mean to joke too much about that. I just mean, let's put our lives in perspective too as we wake up. We are in a place where we have tons, tons of resources to both be grateful for and utilize. Like who the heck are you and me to not live 
at our privilege level with all the things that are literally at our fingertips. And I just gave you just a couple examples, you know, and, and then cars and all these other things. And I, again, I mentioned air conditioning. It's summer for a lot of us in the northern hemisphere. So what I want to do is give you four main tips uh, to just kind of help wake up. This isn't like the end all be all of tips. There's things that we can do beyond that. But the first things first kind of thing is pick a destination. Find the most important areas of influence you have in your life and wake up to them. Set real target outcomes you would like to achieve in those areas, whether it's with your children, your business, your intimate relationship, your physical health, etc. You know, one of Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people is to begin with the end in mind. And that is what this is all about. So we understand that kind of the true scope of our privileges and not enslave or entrap ourselves into living beneath those privileges like the man on the ship. So that's the first thing. Let's uh, pick a destination, set clear targets. The second thing that I think is really important, and this is in no particular order, but you know, build self-confidence. And some people wonder, well, how do you do that? So many of us have struggled with that. I myself have struggled with it. I'm guessing uh, most of any of you listening have also struggled with that. But guess what? The secret to building self-confidence is very simple. You have to make decisions and take action and self-confidence grows. Uh, in other words, and kind of from a different angle and a higher perspective on that, we have to impress ourselves first and foremost that we're willing to get up early and do that exercise or write that book or you know make those calls or send those emails that we've been meaning and wanting and knowing we need to do. Uh, so keep all that in mind, but realize that you need to impress yourself. You need to push yourself. And I know that's the hardest thing. It's like mind over matters, this constant struggle that has been written and talked about for millennia, countless generations of humanity, but I know you can do it. That's why I do a podcast over here called Empower Humans also. Go check that out. Uh, and I've got over 150 episodes at this point, uh, interviews and great things there. But at the end of the day, whatever you need to do to empower, not disempower, remember that's we're either doing one or the other. There's no kind of middle ground there. The third thing, the third tip is strive for balance. There's a reason I use the word strive because it's kind of this elusive thing. We're always trying to get to that place. I think it's in our DNA. It's in the core of our being that that's what we want because we're part of uh, the universe. Some people have said, you're not in the universe. You are the universe. And guess what? The universe demands balance. There's evidence of that all around us. Uh, black holes being my favorite example of it. You know, a star collapses in on itself and creates a vacuum to balance things out in the universe. That's just one of uh, zillions of examples. The whole thing with volcanoes and all the phenomena on our earth uh, is also a testament to balance. So it's something that we can and should strive for. Don't beat ourselves up in that process. But it's one of those things that aren't necessarily naturally easy for all of us. But we need to be aware of kind of the all important pillars in our lives that constitute balance. Let's weed out the nonsense that eats our time and focus mostly on those things that matter most. That requires a regular self-inventory as adjustments and course corrections are made. Uh, you know, as we discussed recently, the flight of an airplane going from one place to another is a constant uh, kind of set of course corrections uh, to get to from point A to point B and kind of a willingness to make those course corrections. We use the analogy of Leo flying his family to and from Orlando. It's the same concept and it happens thousands and thousands of times every day all over the world. Uh, flights are coming to and fro in that same process of just making tiny little course corrections to get to and from different destinations. 
That's what finding and striving for balance is all about, my friends, and I know you can do it. And the last tip I want to give you is related to another law called the law of the harvest. Many of us have heard of it. It's in scriptures. It's in all kinds of, uh, you know, ancient and modern respected writings and, uh, you know, other resources. But we harvest what we sow. That's what it gets down to. That's what the law of the harvest is. We say sow, that means sowing seeds. Another thing our late great friend Stephen Covey taught us was that we can't cram in farming, for example. Have you ever crammed? You know, I'm a procrastinator. So, you know, I used to sit back and, hey, it's time for the test or this book report's due in six months. But, you know, I've waited till the last day. I remember one time, this literally happened, I think, in second grade (laughs) of all times in life. Uh, The teacher let my dad know, hey, his grades are suffering in these couple areas. And uh, I had to literally stay up almost all night to read and skim through a book and put together a book report that was due the next day that, guess what? I had months (laughs) to do, by the way. So that's why we talk about cramming. It's a very, very important topic. And the reason I say what Stephen Covey said about cramming when it comes to farming is these are part of the natural laws and processes of the universe, which I really honestly believe give us some insight as to how we need to govern ourselves. And, uh, you know, seeds are planted in fertile, hopefully prepared Uh, cultivated ground and they have to run their course. It's not you plant a seed and then tomorrow you've got corn uh, or pumpkins or tomatoes or whatever the case might be or a tree. These things take a long time. And, you know, just as every human baby needs about nine months before birth, uh, these seeds need to be planted, nourished and given their proper uh, time to flourish and become the full measure of their creation, the full measure of their uh, potential, just as you and me and just as uh, each of the things we want to do in our lives. But we have to be willing to go through those steps with patience and with perseverance to kind of uh, make that process happen. Be realistic, prepare the ground, nurture the important seeds that you plant. And just remember, you know, every decision of life, like we said earlier and we've said recently, is either empowering and freeing you or disempowering and enslaving you. It's important that we awaken and just be alert and in- intentional in our lives. Let's elevate kind of the estimated 35,000 decisions we make. And by the way, that's studies show, and this, this is an estimate, that most human adults make an average of about 35,000 decisions per day. I'm, not, I'm sure some of those decisions are simple things like I'm going to blink my eyes or maybe things that are subconscious. There's more, I haven't dug in too deeply on these topics, but whatever the amount of decisions we make, it's a lot, uh, a lot more than we realize from how we're going to you know, set the water when we take a shower to what we're going to eat to whether or not we're going to shave to <laughs> what we're going to wear and what shirt and what you know, all these different things. So let's elevate kind of the general moving average of those decisions to raise our vibration as people. And in that process, just, you know, raise our satisfaction and our success rates. At the end of the day, that's that's all that we all want. And that's all that I want for you. It all starts with you. And we at Seven Figures Funding believe in you. OK, just in closing and, you know, kind of related to our business. This, like we said, applies in all areas of our lives. But related to Ken, this is the Seven Figures Club podcast. And we talk all about business and business funding and I think many of us, when it comes to this particular business, are living beneath our privileges. 
and maybe turning a blind eye to kind of the plethora of resources at our fingertips, again, literally on our smartphones and so on, uh, just, you know, to get clients and help them. They're already out there and they need help. So this is kind of a win, win, win for all involved, including and especially you. So we just need to kind of wake up and take some initiative and take some steps, not just kind of, hey, it's that other guy. It's Phil. It's Leo. It's these guys. They're the ones who are supposed to have success with this. No, it's not. It's you. It's you. I'm waking you up. It's you. It's time to wake up. <laughs> and I'm not beating you up at all. I'm saying this with the utmost love, respect, and belief in you. And I know we can continue just kind of do better individually. And, you know, I look forward to seeing you with our next Seven Figures Club podcast. So with that, have a great day and we'll see you next time. Are you looking for more seven figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F I G U R E S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession proof. Thank you for listening. And if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five star and invite others to join the club.